0: Good morning. Good morning, and welcome to worship today, uh, special welcome to uh, friends, guests, and visitors who are here, where your presence is a blessing. I also want to uh, uh, welcome those who, we always make a special invitation to people who have lost someone in the past year um, to come to our All Saints service, so we're very glad to have family members of, of many dear ones with us this morning. Uh, Today is All Saints Sunday, and this is a time where we remember those of our congregation who have died in the past year, remember those who have been baptized, and we uh, find several we remember uh, and we praise God for for the people uh, who have blessed us with their presence. Uh, So Later on in the service, you'll be invited to light candles, we'll sing songs, we'll we'll remember those who have died in our prayers, so very glad to be with you this morning for All Saints Sunday. We have a a few uh, kind of fun fellowship events coming up. In my mind, we're calling this uh, the Cross-Cultural Carb Series, because next Sunday we've got lefse, which is traditional Norwegian uh, food, uh, and then in December on the second Sunday, we're going to be learning how to make tamales from Leticia, uh a, a traditional uh, food from Mexico. And um, in January, although we haven't written anything up about this yet, um, Paul Erickson is going to teach us uh, about some food from uh, Western Ukraine, I believe it, it is. So we'll, we'll stay <laughs> forward for that. So lots of good food to eat, time to spend together in fellowship, um, and. I think food creates community, so, so stay tuned for our, our cross-cultural carb series. <laughs> um, announcement about bell ringers as well, and, and take, take a look at the other announcements printed in your bulletin. I did wanna uh, share uh, two updates from last weekend um, that we have some more information on. Uh, last Sunday I shared that um, our former uh, office administrator Uh, Karen Moser had passed away. Uh, Some of you may have seen her um, obituary in the newspaper today. Um, She has a service coming up in Sheboygan at the end of this week. Um, I believe it is private for family. I'm still trying to figure out if if we could uh, take a group from Trinity. But either way, we are uh, encouraging people to send cards. We have addresses for uh, Karen's husband, Brian, uh, her son, Gregory. And also for her parents. So, if you'd like to send a card uh, to Karen's family, uh, please speak with me, or uh, we, we can get that information to you. Uh, we also uh, last week shared a brief update on uh, Carolyn Schneider. She was having some tr- our missionary in in, uh, in Jamaica. She was having some trouble getting her uh, her visa in order. Uh, There was some shenanigans going on where she was gonna have to pay some money to get it taken care of Uh, but with two days to spare her visa came through so she's still in uh, in Jamaica and and we were relieved to hear that bit of good news so please continue to pray for for Carolyn Schneider and her ministry as well after church today in the library there'll be a lay ministry and congregational life uh, meeting so if you are part of those committees or if you're just curious about those committees uh, join us after church in the library are there any other announcements we should make today if not we'll begin our service with our prelude music Please stand as you are able and face the baptismal font. Blessed be the Holy Trinity, one God, the fountain of living water, the rock who gave us birth, our light, and our salvation. Amen. Amen. Joined to Christ in the waters of baptism, we are clothed with God's mercy and forgiveness. Let us give thanks. By water and your word, you claim us as daughters and sons, making us heirs of your promise and servants of all. We praise you for the gift of water that sustains life. And above all, we praise you for the gift of new life in Jesus Christ. Shower us with your spirit and renew our lives with your forgiveness, grace, and love. To you be given honor and praise through Jesus Christ, our Lord, in the unity of the Holy Spirit now and forever. Grace for our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have knit your people together in one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Grant us grace to follow your blessed saints in lives of faith and commitment. And to know the inexpressible joys you have prepared for those who love you through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. All right, Dan, to come forward to share uh, our stewardship talk for today. Thank you, Dan, for for doing that. Uh, and just to say. Uh, that if you haven't already, you should soon be receiving a letter from Trinity and a pledge card. Um, Next Sunday is our Commitment Sunday. Um, If you happen to have have brought your pledge card with you, there is a a spot uh, on the little table um, in front of the baptismal font where you can leave that pledge card. We're so grateful for the the generous stewards of of Trinity, and uh, I'll turn it over to Dan.
1: Good morning. My name is Dan Stout. I begin to speak only when I'm certain what I'll say isn't better left unsaid. That's an aging quote from Roman Senator Cato the Younger. In light of that, I'll endeavor to be brief. But I pray you will hear me, my words with open ears. First I want to put a question to you. What does Trinity Lutheran Church mean to you? I've been attending services here for over six years. Trinity has taken care of my spiritual needs, and I hope it has for you too. My faith is a restless faith that questions and seeks answers. And Trinity, I find, feeds my quest and provides comfort and aid along the journey. In our pastor, we have someone who is not preaching of fire and brimstone, hell and damnation, Rather each Sunday I hear words of hope and encouragement. I want to know how to live out my Christian faith in this modern world. We are lucky to have an astute pastor who can guide us through troubling times and a welcoming community of believers. I've seen the pandemic take some of our most esteemed members. May we remember all those we have lost for their souls we pray. But now is a time for renewal. Here we are with the year nearly behind us. What do you envision for the new year? I believe this is our moment. I believe this is the time for us to seize. This is the time to believe, to have faith, and to spread the joy of Jesus to those around us. It's a time for generosity. How can we give to this church that offers us a seat at the table? Some ways that I give to Trinity include helping with our live stream, serving on the foundation board, and helping with Sunday services. I say that to show that there are many ways for us to give back to our church, both big and small, according to our talents and according to our means. Trinity has fostered two essential blessings in my life. One is community. I love and enjoy everyone who calls Trinity home. The church is our people. The other blessing is purpose. Romans chapter eight, verse 31 asks, if God is for us, who can be against us? My faith gives my life structure. My faith gives me a direction for moving forward. Even when I cannot see the path below my feet, I know the path is there. That path is what Trinity offers, a path to salvation. If you are a Trinity member, you have received or will be soon receiving your annual pledge card in the mail. If you are not yet a member, I encourage you to join our family, for we are a loving family. We give with the currency of our time and we give with the currency of our love. We also support this community financially. Before you fill out your pledge cards this year, I want you to think of one thing you are grateful for, just one, through gratitude, We find courage and love. Blessed are the generous of heart. So I say, bring your generosity before God. I know he sees me, and I know he sees you. Again, I ask, what does Trinity Lutheran Church mean to you? Thank you.
0: Thank you, Dan, and just want to say we're grateful for you too, so thank you for sharing today.
2: The first reading, Daniel chapter 7. In the first year of King Belshazzar of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head as he lay in bed. Then he wrote down the dream. I, Daniel, saw in my vision by night the four winds of heaven stirring up the great sea, and four great beasts came out of the sea different from one another. As for me, Daniel, my spirit was troubled within me, and the visions of my head terrified me. I approached one of the attendants to ask him the truth concerning all this. So he said that he would disclose to me the interpretation of the matter. As for these four great beasts, four kings shall arise out of the earth, but the holy ones of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, forever, and ever. Word of God, Word of Life.
3: In triumph, let them sing for joy on their
4: beds.
3: Let the praises of God be in their throat, and a two-edged sword in their hand To wreak vengeance on the nations, and punishment on the people. faithful ones in the, of the, faithful.
2: the second reading is ephesians chapter one in christ we also obtain an inheritance having been destined according to the purpose of him Who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will so that we who were the first to set our hope on Christ might live for the praise of his glory in him you also when you have heard the word of the truth the gospel of your salvation and have believed in him were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit this is the pledge of our inheritance towards redemption as God's own people to praise of his glory and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe. According to the working of his great power, God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of, in the heavenly places. For above all rule and authority, power and domain, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come, and he has put all things under his feet, And has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, who fills all in all. Word of God, word of life.
0: Gospel according to Luke (laughs) then Jesus looked up at his disciples and said blessed are you who are poor for yours is the kingdom of God blessed are you who are hungry now for you will be filled blessed are you who weep now for you will laugh blessed are you when people hate you and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven, for that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you, and if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. The Gospel of the Lord. To you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. I ask you to please... Pray with me. Holy Wisdom, Life Giving Spirit, we thank you for the saints of all ages. We thank you especially for those known and loved by us who have passed from this earthly fellowship into the fuller light of life with you. Speak to us today through the words of Scripture, and speak to us today through the great cloud of witnesses. Before us and around us come to us Holy Spirit amen just to begin uh, my heart goes out to all those who um, come to this all Saints with with fresh grief I'm pretty sure each one of us comes to this day with uh, with someone in our heart um, Which is why it is uh so powerful to participate together in these acts of remembrance lighting candles singing songs writing their name on the on the cloth and on the pew in the back we talk about how god comes to us in uh, the word and in the sacraments uh, but one of the ways that uh that uh, our lutheran uh, ancestors talked about god coming to us is in the mutual consolation of the saints And in in many ways, I think that is part of why God brings us together today, that God might show up for us in the face and the care of others as we mutually console one another in our grief. And as I look over the list of people who we are remembering today, I I have a spot in my heart for for each one of them. So my my heart goes out to you. Just uh, because we all have someone in our heart, I wanted to share briefly about someone I'm bringing in my heart today. Uh, my aunt Connie passed away this, this year. She was my mom's uh, oldest sister. Uh, she was a special education uh, teacher. And it was always so fun to go to her house, especially as a kid, because she was one of those people who had you know, arts and crafts and musical instruments waiting for you when the, sh- when the cousin showed up. She just she created community. The way her kids put it is that there was a spot in, in, there was a spot for everyone in Connie's parade. Her room was called the Rainbow Room because there was a spot for everyone. She suffered for many years from Parkinson's and had to give up teaching. In many ways, I think All Saints is a day for people like her. Part of why we have a day called All Saints is we have these these calendar of saints where we remember some of the the big names, you know, uh, the the apostles and uh, the Reformers and all these people who are special in our church calendar, but All Saints is that day for the rest of us, for those ordinary people who are great in the eyes of God, but who may never be remembered in uh, the history books or on the cover of magazines. Today is a day for your loved ones, for people like my Aunt Connie, those, those everyday saints, those all saints, whose lives are worth dignity, whose names are worth remembering and speaking out loud. I used to wonder, why the Beatitudes are so often associated with this day. In our Gospel reading from Luke for today, we hear the beginning of Jesus' sermon on the plain. Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep, for you will laugh. The word Beatitude comes from the Latin beatus, which means happy or blessed which is the word that appears in these verses in the Latin Vulgate version of the Bible. And so that's why the name Beatitudes has become become attached to these parts of Jesus' teaching. The Beatitudes in Luke are similar to the Beatitudes in Matthew's Gospel, which we hear in a different year on All Saints. But there are a few differences. Matthew's version might be the better known of the two, and instead of preaching on a plain in Matthew, Jesus preaches from a mountaintop one significant difference in Luke is that Jesus includes a list of woes in addition to a list of blessings. And it's kind of jarring when you get to them, right? Woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now. Woe to you who are laughing now. The commentator Matt Skinner says the word woe here is an attention getter, an emotion invoker. The connotation of yikes or look out Yikes, you rich people, Jesus is saying. Look out for those of you who are full now. Jesus is trying to get their attention, trying to wake us all up to warn us that God, who is the final, ju- final judge of what is good and worthwhile, sees things differently, values things differently than we humans often do. Look out, because God gets the final word. That is both good news and a word of warning. These blessings and woes sound a lot like the great reversal of fortune that Mary sang about her Magnificat in Luke chapter 1. Maybe you remember Mary's song, that God would bring down the powerful from their thrones and lift up the lowly, that God fills the hungry with good things and sends the rich away empty. Look out, because God and Jesus is going to turn everything upside down. In many ways, this is why I find the Beatitudes so powerful on their own. They seem more like a divine revelation than a human invention. Who else would give us such a radical vision? Jesus seems to be pulling back the curtain on our reality to show us how God sees things. That those lives, those small lives, are are worth dignity in a way that the world sometimes discards what human movement would ostracize itself like this from the rich and powerful instead of trying to curry their favor what movement what human movement would dare to call the poor and vulnerable blessed instead of saying when you wish upon a star or if you just work hard enough jesus simply declares the poor hungry and the grieving to be blessed who else other than god would have the audacity to declare such reality in so many ways this is God's vision breaking into our world interrupting our scripts and readjusting our perspective to see things from God's slightly different perspective most of the things and the people we admire are reverse are the reverse of the way God sees it and many of the people we overlook or forget are treasured worthy blessed in God's sight It's a powerful message of good news for the downtrodden, but what does it have to do with all saints? After all, we are here to remember our loved ones, and we might be looking for themes of comfort and resurrection. You know, once every three years, we get the story of Lazarus rising from the grave, and maybe that seems more appropriate. But in our three-year cycles of assigned readings, two times out of three, we hear the Beatitudes proclaimed on All Saints Day. One year it's from Matthew, and this year it's in Luke. I used to wonder why this is, but I'm now beginning to believe that the Beatitudes are what we need to hear on a day like this. It does help to think about the origins of this day. If you can imagine for a moment the Christians of the early church gathering for this festival, and All Saints is one of the oldest festivals in our church calendar. It actually predates our celebration of Christmas all Saints began as a day to remember the martyrs of the faith especially those who had died anonymously senselessly and without justice many Saints are given their own special day on the calendar but all Saints was that catch-all day for those who are precious in the eyes of God but who were often forgotten by the world if you can imagine a grieving community coming together in the shadow of Empire of tyrants of power coming together to remember someone that the world had cast aside and treated as disposable. If you can imagine them gathering to remember their friends who had been killed unjustly, you can see why they might have needed to be reminded of Jesus' promises to them in the Beatitudes that they would be appropriate and necessary to hear, especially that Beatitude that says, Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you revile you and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. A church facing persecution and death where people had been cast aside needed to hear that promise that the powerful may have won for a day, but that the martyr had won for an eternity. We may not know that world of persecution and martyrdom as intimately as our ancestors in faith. But we do know a world that so coldly casts aside too many lives. We know of victims of injustice. We have people who are special in our hearts that might be forgotten by others. One of the gifts we can give to each other today is to ask one another about the people in our hearts, to remember alongside our siblings. Because the world forgets, but we remember Because God remembers. The theologian Elizabeth Johnson writes beautifully of the subversiveness of all saints, a day where we remember the anonymous, the forgotten, the overlooked. She writes, this is a feast of the greatest solidarity, a fundamentally joyous day that takes note of historical suffering within the overarching theme that the last word belongs to divine love. To say that, again, slightly differently, today is a feast of solidarity with all who have suffered and died, especially the forgotten. It's a joyful day that stares tragedy in the face and says that God wins, that the overarching theme, that the last word, is that the last word belongs to divine love. And that's the promise of the Beatitudes, isn't it? That despite all appearances and assumptions that those the world too often casts aside are the one that god has a particular love and blessing for that when jesus pulls back the curtain all of our assumptions are taken away because it is the poor the hungry the weeping the persecuted that are blessed that will be satisfied who will be made right in the end that same theologian johnson continues On this day, we also remember those whom our hearts have personally known and loved, those who nourished and created us as human beings, and those who helped us through rough times. This is our immediate cloud of witnesses, beloved faces in living memory. If their death is recent, grief is fresh. But we dare on this day trust that holy wisdom has not allowed them to perish, but has received them into unimaginable life forever. Entrusted to God's mercy, these are our saints. The preacher, uh, Barbara Brown Taylor, on All Saints Day, invited her congregation, and I invite us to do this as well, that as we read those names, that we hear a voice saying present. That we hear their name, and they say present alongside us. That we read their name, and at the communion table they say, present. These aren't the names that the world will remember, but these are the names that are in our hearts today. They are the names that are in God's heart today, and that they make our communion richer. This is our great cloud of witnesses because Jesus pulls back the curtain to say that God is with our loved ones, to say that God is with the oppressed and forgotten. To say that God's vision of blessing will overcome the world's cruelty and our own forgetfulness. May God give you memory today of those loved ones. May God give you vision to see blessing in a new way, to see through the lens of beatitude. And may you hear the voice of the cloud of witnesses around you today saying, Present, pushing you forward toward our goal with God. May you be blessed even in your grief, in our mutual consolation, because Jesus said, Blessed are those who weep. Amen. You may be seated Follow, following the litany uh, you'll be invited if you wish to go back to the baptismal font where you might light a candle in honor of a loved one let us pray O God of grace and glory we remember before you today our siblings who have died We thank you for giving them to us to know and to love as companion in our pilgrimage on earth. In your boundless compassion, console us who mourn. Give us faith to see that death has been swallowed up in the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ so that we may live in confidence and hope until by your call we are gathered to our heavenly home in the company of all your saints. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, amen. For all the saints, we give you thanks, O Lord, for all who have died, whom by your grace you made saints in the water of baptism. In your great mercy, their deaths become the gateway to life eternal, and we live in hope of the same inheritance. For all the saints, we give you thanks, O Lord, and let us celebrate the lives of congregation members and friends who have died since last All Saints Day. Galen Curtis. Sanford Cook, Larry Nelson, Donna Duchamp, Marion Stewart, Gary Turk, Harley Spilde, Darlene Riddell. Lois Shy, Keith Hackett, Elaine Stewart, Randy Carrier, Jacqueline Boney, Karen Moser. We celebrate the lives of those we have named, O God, and we lift up many more names in our hearts. O God, we thank you for all your saints. As we remember those who have died, we remember as well the saints now living, that in the gift of baptism, we are knit together as a family of faith, and we are made one with Christ in his mystical body. Let us also give thanks for those who were baptized in the past year. Asana Harding, Alexa Resch, Hallie Halverson, and Addison Bear. Please stand as you are able for the prayers.
5: church forward and discern your will for the future. Lord, in your mercy. Holy One, the earth is yours and all that dwells within it. Care for places ravaged by natural disasters, especially Puerto Rico and Florida. Quell raging fires that Halt, and halt destruction caused by flooding. Lord, in your mercy. Receive, receive our, our prayer.
4: prayer.
5: Holy One, you raise up leaders to guide your people. Kindle in them a passion to care for others, a desire to seek the common good, and the courage to love their enemies. Lord, in your mercy.
0: We receive our, our prayer. prayer.
6: Holy One, you bless those who are poor, hungry, and reviled. Provide food, housing, and security to all who are vulnerable or in crisis. Those who have more than enough, give generously. Lord, in your mercy. Receive our prayer. Holy One, hold us in community with one another nourish a spirit of abundant hospitality and intentional inclusion among us welcoming the gifts of adults and children inspire creative visions for our life together lord in your mercy hear our our prayer. prayer holy one we 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 remember in thanksgiving all those who have died wipe away our tears and comfort us with the promise of everlasting life in you lord in your mercy receive receive our prayer prayer.
0: accept these prayers gracious god and those known only to you through jesus christ our lord amen the peace of the lord be with you always please take a moment to share a sign of peace Please stand as you are able.
7: Let us pray. Blessed are you, maker of all things, as you have entrusted us with all that you have created. Now gather our gifts, nourish us with this sacrament, and send us to those who hunger and thirst. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.
0: The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It
7: is right to give our
0: thanks and praise. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, Almighty and merciful God, through our Savior, Jesus Christ. By the witness of your saints, you show us the hope of our calling and strengthen us to run the race set before us, that we may delight in your mercy and rejoice with them in glory. And so with all the saints, with the choirs of angels, and all the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy God our bread of life our table and our food you created a world in which all might be satisfied by your abundance you dined with Abraham and Sarah promising them life and fed your people Israel with manna from heaven you sent your son to eat with sinners and to become food for the world the night in which he was betrayed our Lord Jesus took bread gave thanks broke it gave it to his disciples saying take and eat it's my body given for you do this for the remembrance of me again after supper he took the cup gave thanks and gave for all to drink saying this cup is a new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin do this for the remembrance of me remembering, therefore, his life given for us and his rising from the grave. We await his coming again to share with us the everlasting feast. By your spirit, nurture and sustain us with this meal. Strengthen us to serve all in hunger and want, and by this bread and cup, make of us the body of your Son. To him, all glory and honor is yours, almighty God, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, both now and forever. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught his friends to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated while we share some brief instructions for communion. To communion today, you'll come to the side aisles. When you'll come forward, where at the front of the side aisles, there are these tables with empty cups on them. You will pick up an empty cup and bring it with you to the railing, where it will be filled with wine and where you will receive bread. You need or desire uh, grape juice or gluten-free? Those are also at these uh, two side tables. Just grab them on your way up and bring them to the railing. After you've communed at the railing, you'll return down the center aisle and you'll place your empty cup in the bowl by the center aisle. When all friends, guests, and visitors know you are welcome to commune with us today, because this is the Lord's table, and the invitation comes from Christ. And we are reminded as we gather today. That we are joined by the saints around the one feast prepared by our lord jesus christ who is host and so we uh we have our candles back by our baptismal font but we know that those saints join us around the meal from christ today as well receive this invitation to communion christ spreads a table before you gather here with all the saints Please stand as you are able. May the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen, keep and unite us now and forever. Amen. Amen.
7: Let us pray. We give you thanks most
0: the God of peace, who creates all things and calls them good, who makes us alive in Jesus and who breathes on us the spirit of hope, bless you now and forever. Amen.
7: The mention of Trinity Lutheran Church.